0: It up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1786. Today I'm in Switzerland detailing cars. This should be fun. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars yeah. Guess what? Today, I'm in beautiful Zurich, Switzerland, oh my goodness, with a very special guest by the name of Alex Aleye. Now, I butchered his last name there, but Alex is going to be very kind to me because he's originally from Romania. Alex, welcome to Cars yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride?
1: Yes, I am, Mark. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Now, say for my listeners, your last name in your native tongue, so you say it the right way. Ilia. Ilia. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, it's unique because the way we spell it is uh, I-L-I-E, which looks nothing like what you just said, but I appreciate you helping me out there a little bit. My Romanian is uh, quite weak. Yeah.
1: (laughs) In Romania, we pronounce, so how it's written, it's it's the same. We pronounce it the same, so it's nothing. uh, It's a little bit different. I don't know. Yeah. Because... uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you, you, say it, you say it a lot better than I, I can, so I'll work on my Romanian. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your life, what's one thing that most people don't know about you, Alex?
1: Well, there's probably a lot of things <laughs> that people don't know about me because I use my social media only to promote my business, and mm, that's smart it. So guy. Nothing else. I'm a father of two. Oh. I don't know. I have two passports. So I have both Romanian and German passport, uh-huh. and I don't know. In when I was young, I used to play professional soccer. Wow! It was pretty good. I managed to get pass to pre selection for the national team at my age.
0: Wow! Nice.
1: So then I missed a third one, and that was pretty much it because they. I, I'm. I think I didn't get to demonstrate my talent, and so they they ask you. They send a an, uh, telegram and uh-huh. they ask you to come again. There was another regional pre selection. And unfortunately, I was not in the nearby, and the message got to me late. Oh, and no. and but I keep playing after, but not at the level that I wanted. So, but it's all my fault. I mean, I know uh, if I had the mindset and uh, uh, that I have now, I probably. Been in a different place but no regrets i'm here i'm healthy and it's all good
0: well that is good now you're 34 years old so back when you were playing yeah. at a professional level how old were you then
1: so i was from 12 i played that was when that happened that was i was 15 16 wow. at the time
0: yeah well a lot yeah. of competition in soccer Uh, In Europe. Yeah, yeah. it's the king king sports. So very cool. Well, it's nice you got that experience. Well, let me give you a proper deduction and we're going to dive into your life. Alex Elia, he says it better than I do, is an automotive detailer from Zurich, Switzerland. Originally from, and I'm going to butcher this one too, Tim Shura (laughs) in Romania, right?
1: That was good. Okay, I did that well. He has
0: lived in Germany, where he honed his detailing skills at a Mercedes-Benz dealership. After considering to move back to Romania, Alex, with his then-girlfriend, who's now his wife, decided to start a new life and a new business in Switzerland, caring for fine automobiles. Through training, he earned a multitude of detailing certificates with IA Detailing and quickly expanded his business and his client list. He's been operating on his own detailing company since 2017, and he has not looked back since. We'll be back in just a moment to talk more with Alex, but first a word from our valued sponsor. so give him a listen. Keep your car shiny. We'll be right back. The best way to protect and preserve your vehicles, along with the meanings and memories and experience that they give you, is with a quality-made, Custom fit car cover from my friends at Covercraft. I purchased my first Covercraft cover for my 1967 GIA way back when I was in high school. In 1975, at Covercraft.com, you'll find a multitude of indoor options, including Form Fit, fleece, satin, and they're very unique. A view Shield—that's right—you can see your car right through the cover. But it's the sun that you really need to worry about. Quality outdoor options include Weather Shield HD and HP, Sunbrella, Reflect, Carhartt, Evolution, and Noah. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers and Watercraft, too. Your cover is custom-tailored for your special vehicles and manufactured with the quality and attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. And I've got a great deal for you. If you use the code ya 21 at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off compliments of Cars Yeah. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code YEAH21, 21 at checkout, Covercraft. Protecting the things... Tip move you? American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. With all the time, effort, and money you've put into your classic vehicles, do you know how much you would receive if yours was stolen, damaged, or totaled in an accident or a fire? Your regular auto insurance carriers won't tell you until after the claim, and more than likely, you'll be in for a rude awakening. With an agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you'll get with an agreed value policy. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI, yeah, that's 866-224-9324 and protect the ones you love. Tell them Mark Green at Cars Yeah sent you. That's American Collector's Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, folks just like you and me. All right, Alex, we're back in beautiful Zurich, Switzerland, and we're going to continue with a success quarter, a mantra, some kind of a saying that has meaning for you. Maybe it's a guiding mantra for you. It's a nice way to get the, I usually say the tire spinning, but in your case, the random orbital or the direct drive polisher spinning. Yeah. yeah. So Alex, uh, grab the wheel.
1: Yes, there's something that I heard on a recording of Earl Nightingale that's been stuck with me ever since, and it has to do with the law of uh, contribution and reward, Mm. and rewards. And uh, it's something that, I actually, Albert uh, Albert Einstein answered when he was asked, why are we here? Mm -hmm. What's our purpose? And he said something that's, like I said, it's been stuck with me, that we are here to serve others only. And to the extent that how good we serve them, that will determine how success, successful uh, successful we are in life. Brilliant. So that's something that I really, and I'm into that, so I, I'm all for. You know,
0: that is really the secret to happiness. And I can tell that unequivocally after interviewing now 1,786 people, my regular listeners have heard this, like you, Alex. I know you're a regular Cars you yeah listener, and I appreciate that, that when we give back to others is when we are truly our happiest. Whether we know it or not, some people figure it out young in life, some people it takes a lot longer to figure it out, but when you truly care enough to serve others, that is what is so fulfilling. And it's really sad that so many people don't figure that out younger in life. Some of us are taught that by our parents or by mentors who taught you that valuable lesson.
1: Like I said, I heard that on the um on one of uh, Earl Nightingale uh, recordings that I mm-hmm. that I discovered. Why? Because when every when I detailed uh, the only thing I do is either listen listen to podcasts or audio books mm-hmm. or yeah, that's pretty much it. Pod podcasts or audio books, mm-hmm. and yeah, I discovered Er Nightingale. Actually, I first discovered Napoleon Hill. Yes, and then I discovered a. So it all branched out from there. Then I, uh, all names that I've uh, heard me- me- got mentioned by your uh, I guess. previous guests. Yes, a lot. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: yeah, well, they've shared a lot of uh, very valuable information and. That's a great thing. I wish when I was younger and I was detailing cars in junior high and high school and college that we'd had these audiobooks and podcasts and things. Back then it was basically rock and roll is all I was listening uh, to uh. on a boom box. If anybody remembers or knows what those are, if they're if they're old I enough, know. they do. Yeah. But I think that's a pretty important thing in life and to know that even at your young age is so valuable and that's something you can hand down to your children. Well, let's talk about this career you've chosen because detailing cars for me was extremely rewarding because you would take something that didn't look so good you would make it look new again and then hand it back to the customer and they would be so happy when they saw it and that gave me a lot of great feelings and reward that i did something for somebody and plus i earned a living doing it which made it extra special so why have you chosen this career path what's in it for you
1: i mean i fallen in love since the first day like when i got here in germany in 2009 i was uh, working for a, te- a company that rents out tents for uh, parties and mm-hmm. stuff like that so but uh, after a couple of months it it wasn't as it used to be so the owner was not so nice with us and i decided that was it i'm gonna look for something else and then i heard through other colleagues that uh, mercedes dealership was looking for guys to clean polish cars. And then I, I sent my father over there and then he went. It was actually a separate company that worked for the Mercedes dealership and they were hiring. So ah. my father went there. He talked to the guy. The guy was also from Romania, oh, funny perfect. enough, from, <laughs> the same, from the same town, Timisoara. Oh my God. And he said, yeah, come right away. So the next day I've said I'm sick at the 10th job. And then I started over there. It was a week of testing so I was in uh, probation or I don't don't know how to say kind of a training yeah training period yeah training period test period and then I got so like I said I I fell in love with it right away even though at first I was only doing tire shine or cleaning windows so I would walk from a detailing bay to another and ask the guys what can I do this guy would tell me do the door jams or do the windows and then like I said from the first day I really I thought I could really do this. I really like this. I, I'm a bit of a freak with cleanness and order and stuff like that. So uh-huh. I think it kind of, yeah, it's yeah,
0: me. it gets stuck with you. Well, let me ask you this because I always admire people that are immigrants in a way that move from one country to another to start a new life. To me, that is extremely brave, bold, daring. I can't imagine what that's like. In addition to not only Going to a new country, leaving your homeland, there's language to deal with, there's cultural aspects to deal with. When you went from Romania to Germany and then Switzerland, did you encounter any of that? And if so, how did you overcome those challenges? Uh,
1: I think not really. I mean, at first, I really didn't know how to speak the language, and that might have, some people were maybe looking at me funny because i i still to this day have an accent but i just wanted to learn i keep listening to radio all day when i got home my father used to have satellite tv and he was watching romanian channels and i said come on let's let's show let's watch some german channels i really want to know then i had my little dictionary but like i said i don't know nah, i can't say people were rude or stuff like that or they understand me. If they didn't understand my German, then I would try in English. And at the end of the day, they still understand me. And then I really, did. I was focused on what I had to do and what I had, I knew what I wanted. And yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And there you go. Now you made another big move, not only from Romania to Germany, and then you detailed cars, You you honed your craft, you learned a lot there, I would assume. And then you decided to go to Switzerland. Now I think I was trying to think before we connected today, when was the last time I was in Switzerland? I've been there four or five times, I believe. I think the last time I was there was around two thousand five or six. It's been a long time. It's such a huh. beautiful country. I was in Zurich uh, back when they used to have the uh, big auto show in Switzerland. I've been to that a few yeah. times going way back That's in, when. in Geneva, Geneva, you mean? Or- yeah, Geneva, yes, yeah. Yes, but I, I did get there. to go to Zurich and stayed at a beautiful resort on a lake there for a while with my wife that was just absolutely stunning. So why did you pick Switzerland as a place to land?
1: Yeah, we're well, actually my wife at the time, girlfriend uh, landed a job here in the hotel. At the hotel, mm-hmm. and then I keep coming back and forth. I was still living for a period. I also lived in Switzerland and was going back to Germany to work. And then my wife also found something and she uh, she opened up her own business here so at first it was a bit a little bit complicated because in switzerland coming from romania there are different rules so there's not the same rules as if, if you were german you would get a working permit and a, so like the green card i think yes. would be in america Equivalent, yeah. would get yeah way quicker so it was a little bit of a hustle but she managed to get a working permit and uh a staying permit and from there it was a little bit easier so she, then she could open up her business and it was different and then yeah she opened up a beauty salon and then i was still working in germany and i was at the time i really had a lot of private customers that i was doing that i was doing beside the work that i had to do from eight to five mm-hmm. so i would be there at six o'clock maybe six thirty detail a little bit on a card and uh, and at 12 o'clock when there was another break I could do another half an hour and then I stayed really really late and then my wife said to me uh, she was still my girlfriend at the time she said if you want to do this i suggest you quit your job and you do this like normally not wake yeah. up at 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> right. and come at 10 11 in the evening and yeah, yeah. and i was like a zombie like really <laughs> i could i could do it i could have do it i had no problem you could see on my face i was a little bit tired but yeah, so then I started thinking, okay, um, that might be something. Yeah, because I was uh, able to make all these customers, clients, and they keep coming. So one friend told another, you know how it works. So oh, yeah. they, yeah, yeah, yeah if you, I think it doesn't matter the business. If you do a good job, it's, mouth propaganda is better than maybe paid com- paid advertising. Yeah,
0: that's a good way to put it. You know, I love this story, because Alex, because it's the what they call the side hustle over here. I'm sure it's everywhere in the U.S., the fact that you're doing something you love on the side to try to build it up to get to that point where you're brave enough or bold enough or somebody like your girlfriend, your wife, pushes you out of the nest and says, go do this, take the, t- take the chance, and that's what you did. So talk a little bit about your detailing business today. What's the name of it and what kind of cars do you work on? What do you like to work on? What do you do there?
1: So the name of the business is A1 Detailing. It's actually if you look at the logo it's an A and a an I. So that would be the initials from my name. But ah. I prefer <laughs> instead of saying AI Detailing I the my friend of mine who did the logo and everything he said look let's do it like a 1 and then it's easier to tell people because I was going for the initial yeah. initials and then detailing. So, I started here in 2017. I've been fortunate enough to work on some pretty nice cars. What really helped me a lot in the beginning was advertising on Facebook. So, at the trainings that I took in Germany, they kind of told us how to market ourselves and and Take Always take photos, a before and after photo. It yes. takes one minute. You can do a before. You can do the area, make an after photo, and all, always document everything. Yep. And then because of the internet and everything, you could advertise it on. So I was extremely lucky to have uh, Facebook adver- advertising. Because yeah. that is pretty much what got me to work now closely with the Lamborghini dealership here in Zurich. And a couple. there's another... Uh, car collectors museum here in the nearby that I used to go from place to place and then present myself and show, ah, here, look, there's a, there's a scratch or look. I would go and then I would ask for an email. And when I would get home, I would send them a load of photos Ah. before and after photos, YouTube links with videos before and after. So that's how I managed to,
0: to build a business.
1: Yeah. To build a business, but mostly Facebook ads helped me a ton.
0: So, yeah, you know, that's a great tip for those listeners out there that maybe want to start their own detailing business. Uh, you can do this. In today, and today, unlike when I was a kid, when I had to get on my bicycle and ride around town and put business cards on people's windshields, yeah. uh, you know, today you can do this Facebook thing and pe- find people, build an audience. It's very similar to any other business. Build a clientele, build an audience, show them what you can do. And, of course, you've got to do a good job. You've got to be conscientious, take care of people's vehicles, learn about yeah. how to treat people. I mean, there's all the business side of it but
1: it's way more easier maybe now it's a yeah
0: i think so yeah uh,
1: yeah i think so i was also doing this so when i didn't have nothing to work on i would grab my flyers and i would grab my visit cards and i had this little map where i had listed all my services and a quick introduction mm-hmm. certificate uh, certification that i had and i would walk door to door to door and present myself and ask for an email and then bombard them with photos there you go. the funny thing at Lamborghini, so there's a Lamborghini dealership, there's Mercedes on the same premises. And then I went inside to Mercedes. I left something there. I said, hello, this is my name. May I get a business card from the sales department or something they gave me? And then I got in my car. And I didn't saw the Lamborghini dealership. So I drove, drove by it. And I, was, I thought to myself, well, you know, they're pretty, I'm pretty sure they have somebody. But I'll come back another day. And I, I should have actually stopped and yep. presented myself. Yeah. But I drove away. So then what happened one day, a guy called me. He wanted to do his car. And I was running around with flyers at the time, with flyers, visit, visit cars. And wow. then I said, OK, I can be at the garage in half an hour. So we met over there, he had a BMW, an M3 BMW. I told him he wanted the biggest package and he wanted it quick. And I told him, I don't have the time now. I had something coming up and if you want at the end of the month, I can gladly do it, but I cannot do it in the timeframe that he wanted the car done so we can live, uh, so to go on vacation. And uh-huh. I said, it's not possible what you want in this timeframe, no way, I prefer saying no and if you want it, to come right. back, yeah, and, when you have yeah, time, and he said, Okay, no problem, I'll call you. Then, a couple of weeks, I completely forgot about it. He didn't call, I I didn't heard from him. Then there was another guy that called me, he came with a mat car and he also asked me, What can we do with it? But well, I told you, with a mat car, there's not pretty much you can do, you got to protect that either. Put BPF yeah. on it, and he's okay, okay, okay. I bombarded him with information. That's what I learned in all the trainings. And he said, okay, I'll, I'll call you and we'll fix something up. So another couple of weeks passed by nothing. And then I, and one day I got a call and they said, uh, hi, this is Lamborghini Zurich. We have a car here. We would like an offer for it. Mm. I thought it was a friend of mine making jokes. <laughs> so, and I hung up. I Googled the number. It was the number oh. from Lamborghini <laughs> oh. Zurich. So I was... There in fifth in ten minutes, and funny enough, the two guys that came and asked for information and prices—one of was head of sales, and the other one was head of service.
0: Nice, nice. You know, you dropped some uh, value bombs there, Alex. For people listening that want to start any kind of business, really, but never assume that somebody isn't interested in what you have to offer. No matter where you are at in your career, never assume, take that bold move, go in there, offer your services, Just act as if they need your services. Tell them what you need. Like you were saying, bombard them with information, good things that they want to hear, and you never know what can happen. So never, ever drive away. Great story there, Alex. Now, you're a regular (laughs) listener. You know the next question here. That's a challenge question, and that is something that's been real challenging for you, maybe even a big failure that you faced. But more importantly, what did it teach you? So take us on your journey, Alex. Alex.
1: Well, a bit of a challenge I could say was like learning the business side of detailing because mm, I could yeah. do detailing i've been when I've quit my job i was i was eight I already had eight years of detailing and a lot of training with different brands and but the a little bit of a a, a challenge was the learning the business side because like I said I could detail, but I didn't know really. And funny, when I was young, I was went in. I was in college, and I did one semester of business school and economics, mm-hmm. and then I dropped out of it. And I was doing actually pretty good, from what I remember. That one semester, I really got good grades in it. But then I don't know what was in my head. I quit that. That could have have me helped me a ton. Yeah. But then what I've done, I've like I've searched for books, any information that I could use or hear when i was detailing but because that's all i do i listen to educate yourself yeah Yeah, i I educated myself and yeah i think i've pretty much got a hand i mean i still have a lot to learn because I'm only a couple of years in but I'm I'm a sponge for that for information. <laughs> well,
0: you're a you're a, a gold uh, nugget dropper here today Alex because you just dropped another great one. There are so many ways today versus again when I was a kid, you had to go to a library, go through those library cards and try to find what books existed. Now the plethora of knowledge that is at our fingertips on these devices we carry to learn how to be good at something is beyond imagination. I could only dream, I couldn't even dream of it back then. If I had, I could have figured it out and I'd be a billionaire today to figure all this tech stuff out. But, but you're exactly right. Is I encourage people all the time, use any spare time you have or even time you're working, if you can listen to things, to listen. Listen to podcasts, listen to books, listen to other people's advice, uh, follow other people, blogs from other people. There's so many people out there that want to offer you help i just went through a few weeks ago a three four-day training live video training with tony robbins motivational speaker oh, okay
1: i know i listened to probably yeah, i think tony's all incredible <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he yeah. was actually
0: a client of mine when i was in advertising decades ago wow interesting okay. guy to, yeah interesting guy to work with i got to know him I, I mean there's so much at our fingertips so instead of wasting your time with television or whatever you waste your time with you can absorb all this stuff and you can self educate and learn and you can become a success like alex here uh, really oh, really really great tips for you let's take a short break you. you're welcome let's thank our sponsors and we come back we're going to dive into this passion that i think you have for cars here alex so sit tight and we'll be right back how did you discover your path to a fulfilling life? Too many young people flounder in finding an education and a career that fits. But for those who have a passion for cars, trucks, and motorcycles and who love working with their hands, problem-solving, and fixing things, a career as a professional auto technician is incredibly rewarding. Cars yeah! is pleased to team up with TechForce Foundation, our charity of choice in bringing scholarships technical education, and hands-on experience to young people so they can discover a possible future. Join me and lend your support by visiting techforce.org today. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, join linkage linkage geared for the automotive life subscribe today at linkagemag.com and when you're at the website make sure you use the code cars yeah and get ten dollars off your subscription at linkagemag.com all right we're back on this automotive journey of yours and you had one other little thing you wanted to share right
1: yes kids stay in school so <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> yes that, that
1: was a lesson for me dropping out and then it, it it was something I had to know if I wanted to to succeed in this in this business so I, I think that would have helped me a lot to, to stay in business school
0: yeah great tip right there I, I appreciate that why don't you share a story with us if you would uh your pivotal moment in your life and you knew that you were a bit of a car guy
1: well, I really remember like it was yesterday, I had, my mom always bought me Legos and <laughs> yeah. the funny, and I especially, I like the Lego cars because the thought so is so amazing that you can remodel and do the car however you want to break it down and do another model. And I remember that my mom didn't always have money to buy me other Legos. So I just kept working with what I had. I used to go, we was, used to pass the the store that had Legos in the in the windows, and then I would look at them. And then I said, okay, I could probably do that one, can do that one. So I really, I, I don't know, with cars, with Legos, I think that's where it started. And I, I really liked transforming them and making them bigger, making them smaller, lower. So yeah, Lego was a big... Uh, even today I, I play with the Lego for my <laughs> with my daughter and my yeah. son. So
0: they're incredible. I played with them when I was a kid. I mean amazing yeah. company with that and the things they're doing now are just wow, would blow yeah. would have blown me away when I was a kid. Is there a special vehicle or bike or truck or car in your life? And if there is, maybe share a memory about that ride.
1: Well, that would probably have to be the the first car that i ever bought with my own money mm-hmm. and that was a red uh opel corsa oh, okay now if you hear the word corsa you would think it's probably some kind of a racing car or something no opel corsa is kind of like a mini estate wagon so if you look it up you're gonna laugh <laughs> it was i was working at a dealership and i was looking for a car to to drive around more like people over here have a second car they call it like a winter car so they yeah. they drove the nice cars in the summer and then the 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 winter cars in the winter and i bought it the funny thing is i bought it Somebody traded it in for an Audi. Okay. Th- that was later when I was working at Audi. So somebody traded in and I told the seller, if there's something small and cheap, it's for me. Please let me know at least. Yeah. And he told me about the car. He wanted 30 euros, uh, 300 euros, and I ended up buying it for 200. Now I bought it and that was in the middle of the week at the end of the week i had to go to romania to marry and then from there we went on our honeymoon to las vegas so i left <laughs> to the las car. vegas whoa <laughs> yeah, that was yeah that was an amazing experience las and los angeles and we were went to a couple of places but i i bought the car and i knew he told me the batteries keeps dying so you might have to replace that so i said okay I'll, I'll take care of it when i when we come back i left it on the parallel dead alley that was like parallel to the, the Audi dealership uh-huh. so I went back came about three weeks later and then I noticed there was something coming from the behind I noticed there was something on the on the passenger seat and I said okay I don't know maybe I forgot something then I would look closer the window was broken somebody tried to steal it oh no and high wire it, the cables were all torn down under the, yeah. the steering wheel. Uh, they tr- but because of the battery, they couldn't. They couldn't get that. it started. <laughs> yeah. So then I had, funny thing, I had an insurance that covered that. Oh, So nice. the insurance came, Kai, the insurance guy came. He took a look at it said, okay, it's so much, it's so much. And I ended getting back. 900 euros oh my gosh so, oh jeez yeah. so bonus he, he evaluated the window and then the steering and the cables the the glass was like probably 60 euros and i uh a really close friend of mine that works there a good mechanic he fixed up all the wires i give him 100 euro and that was it so it was yeah. i've the paid, car paid the, you, the car paid you car paid you back <laughs> yeah that was and i then i end up selling it five years later with 500 Wow! So I that was, a that good was deal. I, yeah that was actually one of the first before and after photos that I did on that car it was it was a, a red but it was it was all oxidized.
0: Those things are little uh, hatchbacks, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like a like,
0: like a, little a mini. Gol- like a little golf for a Mini Cooper yeah. or something like that. Yeah.
1: It was a four-door, yeah. They all sold as a coupe, but this one was a four-door. So I really liked that detail it until there was no more paint on it.
0: <laughs> there you go. Here's a bit of an introspective question for you, Alex. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, what would you be?
1: Yeah, I, I thought about a little
0: <laughs> bit. Of it. I know. This is an odd one.
1: I've been fortunate enough to work for some beautiful cars like the LaFerrari and other wow. Lamborghinis. rare cars but there was one thing that there was one car and it's called uh i'm pretty sure you know about it a marauder Mm, okay it's a a south african military vehicle yeah (laughs) i saw it on rich hammond uh, showed it on top gear and it this car went through walls they put explosive on underneath it and i think it's i find my I, i don't know it's a little bit it's big i'm big i mean i'm not big i'm tall but I see myself as this car. So it they, they went through walls. They put explosives, and it kept going. Keep, and that's what I. That's
0: that's what you are. Right. That's your personality. You know, the Marauder. That thing is
1: insane.
0: I mean, it looks yeah. like a. It looks like a something out of Hollywood, like a monster transformer truck or something.
1: I mean, Hummer on steroids. Oh yeah,
0: Hummer on big time steroids. Yeah, 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 it's it's like a Hummer on Arnold Schwarzenegger steroids or something. Not that he takes those, but you know what I mean. I mean, just it just it's a killer looking vehicle, and I I think. And
1: you can actually buy it from what I've understand as a civilian. Oh really? You could drive it on the roads? Yeah, yeah. You they do a background check, so that's what richard hammond on top gear presented it and wow you said you can buy it uh, around three hundred thousand pounds okay so it's pretty goes 70 miles an hour from what i remember oh and like i said it he went through with, with it through walls over other cars and that's how i see the obstacles like walls or other cars and it just i just go over them pass them through them it, well,
0: cool. Well, you thought that one through really nicely. Thank you for doing that. Sometimes that trips a few <laughs> people up, as you know, as a listener. But uh, you're the first Marauder on the show, Alex. So very, very cool.
1: I kept thinking of other nice cars, but then I remembered this one because I I really watched Top Gear a lot. Top yeah. Gear a lot tonight. Great show. They were also in Romania. You should watch that that one show when they were in. I must send you the link. Okay. When Top Gear was in, in Romania, it's a nice little. Romanian lesson it's maybe 30 minutes you'll enjoy watching it because it's really funny what they do in Romania so okay
0: well you send (laughs) me that I'll put that on Alex's show notes page for all you listeners to watch you can get a little taste of uh, Romania and a marauder I think that's very very cool all right we are entering the last lap I'm going to fire off some questions get some quick answers from you so here we go what's one of your personal habits Alex that you believe has helped contribute to your successes in life
1: well, I would have to say, especially in the the business of detailing, then this is something I heard Jimbo say, saying on uh, his podcast. A detailer, yes. Yes. Under promise and over deliver.
0: Yeah, works every because time. Because I
1: think, yeah, especially, I mean, you can, there are stuff you can, there are limits to paint correction and cleaning and stuff. So that's why I always try to educate my clients and maybe, like I said, under promise and over deliver, and then I blow them, blow their expectations away. I think by doing that.
0: Years ago, when I was a kid detailing cars, a lady called me and she said, "I stopped and got gas on the way home from you detailing my car. You even cleaned the inside of my gas cap." <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I said, "Yep, that's what I do." So yeah, that's under what promise, we do, yeah. over deliver. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be?
1: Well, there's somebody I think is also close to your heart because i heard you mention about him uh-huh. and i i actually saw the tragedy happen on tv it's Ayrton senna oh, yeah. so at the time my father was a, is is still a really big fan of formula 1 I, we also he took me to budapest to the Hungaroring grand prix nice. two times so what i would have imagined is i don't know hearing some stories from him and and also there was at some point i saw on tv there was a mercedes I think they had this double F1 cockpit. So there was Hamilton driving, I think, and you can sit in the back. Yes. So I would imagine Senna driving me. (laughs) So Because he was really like, I don't know. I remember an interview somebody said that he would let you decide if you want to crash or not because he was was driving in his own lane. So if you wanted to you either went to the side Out of his way, or you would—he would crash with you. He didn't. Wow, (laughs) he was really, yeah,
0: credible guy. Yeah, absolutely, incredible guy. uh, One of my uh, stars that I like to follow for sure. Now, when it comes to automotive advice, what's the best advice someone else ever offered you, Alex?
1: Well, uh, one advice I got when I when I moved here to Switzerland, I think uh, it would be. Best to put it while in while driving in Switzerland. Pay really close attention to the speeding signs.
0: Yes, yeah, they don't it, like you to speed it, there.
1: <laughs> ooh, you can land and depending on how. So I really, because there was a guy that landed in jail. I think it was all over. Probably the most expensive ticket ever given for, for speeding. I think it was over here, probably like a half a million or something. Was it? He was speeding like crazy. <laughs> Some of the cameras didn't even catch him. He, went by, it he went by so fast. I'll yeah, tell you, yeah.
0: I was in Switzerland in 1996. I was with somebody and we picked up a new Porsche at the factory in Germany. And we drove from Germany down into Italy. We went to Switzerland and France. And when we got to oh, Switzerland, nice. I'll never forget it. We had to pull into this little... Station and report that we were there. Give him our passports, and they checked who we were. And the guy walked out, and he he looked at the car, and he looked at us. And I'll never forget. He had a machine gun over
1: his shoulder, hey.
0: and I'll never forget. He looked at us, and he said, "Don't speed in Switzerland."
1: <laughs> you said yes, you know, so that's why. I remember the first time I visited my friend. I got my father's uh, Mercedes a- AMG. He had like a C one hundred eighty. Mm-hmm. And that cost me an extra three hundred francs. Uh, so just, yeah. to, just I took two lights, two because there's this stationary surprises I like to call them. Yes. Boom photo, boom photo. Yeah. So that yeah, they'll get you. Yeah, uh, no, don't speed in Switzerland. You. No, yes. you know, there's
0: so much beauty there. Slow down and enjoy the beauty while you're in Switzerland. Yeah, you can save the, the high views speeds. are amazing. You can save the high speeds for the autobahn in Germany. Now, when it comes to yeah. great resources, is there one you'd like to share?
1: Well, I think, I don't know, the internet, maybe audio books. I mean, if you, if you can listen to something while you're doing something, to listen to some, there are a lot of, so audio books, podcasts, like I, I really enjoy listening to your podcast and any other uh, detailing related podcasts, like Jimbo's detailing podcast, Larry. I also had the chance oh, to meet Larry, Larry. at Ammo. Yeah, I had the chance to meet him in New York one time and it yeah, was he's great. Yeah, guy. He's really inspiring, yeah, so. Yep.
0: Well, I'll tell you something and I've I've said this before, but for those of you who missed it, audiobooks. My wife is a voracious reader and she learned a long time ago that if you sign up at your local library, they will send you audiobooks straight to your device for free. She gets all her books, she gets them like she gets like two or three books a week if they don't have a book that you want you could submit a request and they'll get it for you and it's all through your at least here in the united states it's all free through your library card and i
1: will yeah
0: credible resource
1: look into it because some of them not all of them are free Yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah it's a it's a really great resource and a lot of people are shocked to learn that uh check it out your local library especially here in the united states you can get audiobooks for free it's a killer deal i know your taxes pay for it but you know what it's so underutilized you might as well get it so there's no excuse now speaking of books is there a great book that you've read alex you'd like to share
1: yeah i don't i wish i would have had more time to read but i i really enjoy listening okay. listening yeah, to them so fine. but i so i wanted i had a, a list of books but then i <laughs> keep listening to your podcast and then every they, they keep mentioning it, i know so. yeah I one book that really blown my mind and opened my eyes was uh, Michael E Gerber's The e Revisited. Oh God! But yeah. I don't want to to mention that because I know you mentioned that <laughs> when you were interviewed yeah. by your son. Yep. And the the one that I uh, want to mention is the one from that really has a lot of gems in it. It's the one from um, Earl Nightingale. It's called The Essence of Success. Yes. And it has really like life, business, uh a lot of gems in yeah. there so great
0: book i'm glad you recommended that uh, again listeners is a great place on the carsio website called guest recommended books it's under the resource tab on my website there are over 1800 books listed there and i made it really easy for you to click and get them uh, Send you right basically to amazon where you can either get the hardbound uh, softbound or you can you know paperback or you get the audiobook uh right there i've made it really easy for you so earl nightingale's the essence of success a great book and of course michael gerber's the e-myth revisited one of my favorites all right alex we're up to the checkered flag here you know this question this is the fun one i'm gonna buy you a car today buddy anything you want you shouldn't i know (laughs) i'm gonna park it in the garage we're gonna drive it very slowly through switzerland but once we get out of that country we're gonna haul butt what am i gonna buy you today
1: alex a car that's that i've really like and I remember the first time I see it I was blown away the Mercedes-Benz 300 SL mm. so the maybe the 1957 uh, in red in red Gold- yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, well. With the butterfly doors, yeah. Yeah, that's so you can, yeah, yeah.
0: the gold wing doors, as they call them here. But, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those incredible cars, and I'll tell you from so many people I've talked to who have cars like that, I got to drive one years ago. Uh, there's a gentleman up here who has not only the wing, but also the Roadster version, which is pretty cool. Oh, they have both. Um, yeah. His are in red, so uh, I'll send you a picture of me sitting in one of those, but that's a really, okay. really nice selection. Yeah, what I- a wonderful car car to drive through the Swiss Alps. Oh my gosh, that'd be killer. Yeah. Uh, You like that. Okay. I'll get to work on that for you, my friend. Alex, you've taken me on a fun ride. I'm so glad we've been able to connect here. You know, I've got listeners in over 80 countries all over the world. And when people like you reach out, I'm so happy to bring you on board, have you talk about your successes, the amazing journey in your life that you're doing what you love. That's what CarJow is all about. Before you drive off into the Swiss Alps in that 300 SL would you share one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance with our listeners today
1: oh, yes what I would have to say under promise and over deliver <laughs> Yeah and there's one more thing that I that I wanted to mention and uh, that would like it's uh, demand excellence in what you buy and produce excellent excellence in what you do That's also something that's been stuck with me since the day I've heard it.
0: Yeah, you know, great great wisdom bombs that you dropped for us today. Absolutely spectacular, Alex. I have no doubt your success is going to continue. And again, do you have a website Thank that people yourself. can find you at?
1: You're welcome. Yes, the, my website is a1detailing.ch. But if somebody wants to see some nice cars or shiny cars and Maybe forget the before, leave aside the before and after uh, videos. On my YouTube channel, I have a lot of nice cars that I've, shiny nice cars that I've worked in in the past. Okay. And what is the title of your YouTube page? So the YouTube is uh, A1 Detailing Swiss. That would be the YouTube channel. Okay. And over there, I have a lot of videos, like I said. And if somebody wants to see photos, I have my Facebook page where where they're the same videos, but more nicer photos with the cars that's a1 detailing slash autoflege that's the german word for detailing so it's a1 detailing slash autoflege i don't know if somebody wants to see some okay nice pretty shiny cars i've got a lot
0: of well i have a feeling all our listeners love to look at nice shiny detailed cars so i'll make sure i put links to those on his show notes page so you can find everything there uh, this has been tremendous, Alex. Thank you for a wonderful day here in Zurich. I really appreciate you spending some time with me. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road.
1: Thank you, Mark. Thank you. It was an honor to be on your show, especially with the previous guest that you had. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thank you're, you,
0: you're welcome, my friend. The pleasure is all mine. Hey, fellow inspiring automotive enthusiasts, did you know if you subscribe at CarsDad.com, I'll send you my free filler-up book. It's an ebook filled with fuel, filler, fun, and inspirational quotes from past guests here on Cars yeah. Plus, you'll get a weekly wrap-up email from me every Friday, and your name will be in the hat for one of the many free giveaways here at Cars yeah. Simply go to carsyeah.com and click on the free book button, and boom, you're in the club. And don't forget to subscribe to Cars Yeah on your mobile podcast app, and you'll get the Cars Yeah show delivered right to your mobile device every day, absolutely free. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts—that's what we're all about you <laughs>